Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. We're starting the month of Tevet and this month of Tevet is really the falls usually in January, it falls end of December, mid-December and it's the coldest month of the year. It's the, the darkest month of the year. As I speak right now there's a snowstorm in the east coast, a huge snowstorm that is gonna drop inches and inches, I think it's 17 inches of, um, of snow. So the, the month of Tevet, which is the coldest month and the darkest month, is also a time of great light. You know, when there's so much darkness, really there's a very big light contained within the darkness that we have to unlock, that we have to bring out. And according to the Kabbalah, to the Kabbalistic teachings, Every month offers unique spiritual opportunities and blessings. And just as, as there are fluctuations in the weather, just as we see that there's months where it's very hot, or you have a month where it's very rainy, or you have like Heshvan, Mar Heshvan, or you have all these types of um, uh, characteristics in the months, so too are the changes in the spiritual energies. So being attuned to these energies helps us attune ourselves to be able to bring out within ourselves the best part of ourselves so as I said before Tevet is, is there's a hidden darkness there's a hidden light in the darkness because God's light is so powerful that it has to be contained it has to be contained somewhere because we wouldn't be able to 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 receive it we would be scorched uh, burnt out. So we see here that the Hebrew letter of Tevet is the Tet, which also means good. And, um, and the Hebrew letter that rules this month is the Ain, which means also I. It also means I. So we see that in Hanukkah, in Hanukkah, we, we gaze at the lights of the menorah. This is very important, that in Hanukkah we rectify our vision that we, by gazing at the lights of Hanukkah, we again uh, align ourselves into realizing why we are in this world, what's the purpose of us being here. You know, it's not a random world. We're, we were not created in a vacuum. There's a purpose of the whole creation of our whole existence. There's a purpose, there's a mission, there's a journey, there's a destination. And when a person lives with this in mind, and he works on it, because you have to continuously be working on it, because sometimes life takes you away from that and puts you in a different reality. When we live with that, then we are able to rectify the, whatever needs to be rectified. So the ability to, to see the good in every person is part of this month's rectification that we have to align our eyesight to see goodness in the world. You know, it's such a dark month, it's so cold, but nevertheless, we have to look at the good in it. This is the message of, of the month of Tevet, one of the messages, because there's so many. So we see here that the ability to see good in every person and in everything that happens to us, in every situation, is the, 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 the vision of the month of Tevet. And uh, we see that jealousy, the jealousy, when people feel jealousy, is the root of so much suffering. It's really not, uh, it comes from the eye. You know, uh, we're reading 
parasha miketz this week. It's interesting. When you look at someone beautiful, you say ben porat yosef. It's a common saying in Hebrew, ben porat yosef. It's to, when you say this house is beautiful, ben porat yosef. It's like to take away the evil eye from that uh, house, from that person that owns that house. Or if you see a little child and they say ben porat yosef, he's beautiful. It comes from this parasha of Miket, of how we look at things, how we have to see. Why was Yosef... We use this connotation of Ben Porat Yosef because Yosef, when he, the wife of Potiphar was trying to seduce him, he had an image of his father in his eyes and he ran away because he felt shame that he couldn't be different than his father. He needed to be like his father and he ran away. He didn't look at her and he ran away. So we see that jealousy is the root of a lot of suffering. Jealousy comes from an evil eye. It comes from looking at other people's possessions, looking at other people's lives. You know, I, I'm, an, I'm a, a, a staunch um, a critic of the bloggers and Instagram influencers and Facebook influencers and uh, all these media uh, that is all these people that suddenly, like Andy Warhol said, uh, many, many years ago, there's going to come a time in the world where a person is going to be famous for one minute. People become famous just because they're wearing a beautiful handbag every day. That's, make, that's what makes them uh, famous. And people are showing off their whole lives, their husbands, their homes, their children. They're putting them, they're exposing them, they're exposing everything just to sell something. And this is not good. This is very bad. This is very bad. So much for the person that is in that situation as for the person that's looking at that. It's not good because we're human beings. We're human. We're, 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 we have feelings. We, a fat girl is going to look at this influencer with a perfect body. She's going to feel jealousy. She would love to look like that. She would love to be able to go to Greece for vacation. She would be love to have the handbag, you know? So we have to understand that this is a month in which we have to rectify this. Obviously, it's, people have to rectify their vision. They have to be careful what they're looking at. Don't look at these things. Take, get out of there. Don't be looking and snooping at other people's lives. This is not the Jewish way. We see that the, when Balak was going to um, curse the Jewish people, he couldn't curse the P Jewish people. Only blessings came out of his mouth. Why? Because the Jewish people were very careful the way they put their tents in the desert. The, the entrance of one tent would never be looking in front of the entrance of another tent. People would never look at other people's possessions. They wouldn't look inside the window to see the furniture of the house. They were very careful. Because we have to be careful. We have to guard our eyes. So we see here that the jealousy comes from the incorrect perception that someone can have something that, that is meant for you. This is what, what jealousy creates. When you see a person in a beautiful car and you feel jealous because you would love to have a car like that, why does that person have that car and I don't have a car like that? It's a, it's a flawed perception. If that person has that car, Hashem gave him the car. If I don't have that car, Hashem didn't give me that car. I don't need that car. I need another type of vehicle. But that's not the car that I need for my life, for my, for my purpose. So 
So we see here that before we cast judgment on people, this is the job that we have to have within ourselves, this is what we should be working us, in us, is that we be aware of, that our eyes might deceive us and what we may see actually is not true. So we have always have to judge people in a favorable way, uh, look at them with good eyes, uh, look at things in, with different perspective, not with a, with, a, with a bad mind, you know, always give the benefit of the doubt. And, and then when you look at yourself, then you have to also look at yourself in a different way. You know, the, Hashem gave us the right eye and the left eye. The right eye is a kind eye, is a hesed, it's the right side of a person is hesed. The left side is Gevura. So we're supposed to look at people with the right eye and we're supposed to look at ourselves with the left eye, with the Gevura, with discipline. But we do it the opposite way. We look at people with the left eye and we look at ourselves with the right eye. But in reality, the discipline that we have to look at ourselves with is not a discipline that is so judgmental that is going to cripple us and it's not going to allow us to feel good about our, ourselves. We have to be careful about this. We, we, Hashem doesn't want depressed people. He wants happy people. The, the biggest mitzvah of all is to serve Hashem with joy. So, but the discipline in which we look at ourselves is really there so we can correct, so we can see flaws that we have, things that are not okay within ourselves that need to be checked on and need to be worked on. But people, we should not judge them. We should not look at, that's not our, our place. We are not the judges of the world. That's Hashem's place. Our place is to be loving, caring, uh, merciful, compassionate. Obviously, if there's a person that is doing something wrong, that is harming himself, that he is doing something bad, you, you have an obligation. The, 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 the Baal Shem Tov says that the only reason you see bad in someone else is for two reasons. One is that maybe the, what you see in another person is something that you have to correct within yourself, that Hashem is showing you, it's like a mirror of yourself, that what bothers you so much is something within you. And the second reason you would see something bad in someone else is because you're there to help them. That's the only two reasons, but not to be judgmental and harsh with people. If someone is not good for you, is toxic, stay away from them, but have mercy, have compassion. So when we judge others in a negative light, too often we're simply projecting our own negative qualities onto them. And projection is a defense mechanism used to protect ourselves from the experience of our own vulnerability. People don't want to seem vulnerable. So feelings of jealousy and anger are indicators of a need for greater connection within ourselves and with God. And the inner work of Tevet of this month is that it's asking us to be grateful for what we have. So we have to be a person that instead of looking at other people, look at yourself, look at what you have, be grateful with Hashem, say thank you every day, count your blessings, be worried by making this world a better place, and not so much about if that person is right or that person is wrong or he's doing a good thing or he's doing a bad thing. Stay away from that. Work on yourself. So we see here that to take responsibility for what shows up in our lives and work 
on forgiving and opening our hearts it makes us humble people. It's important to work on our humility. It's very important to be humble. Our freedom, our freedom lies in moving from being reactive of being an impulsive human being to being able to make a conscious, heart-centered response in face of challenge. So the inward tone of this month invites us to see reality closer to as it is and it has a redemptive uh, quality within it because when we're able to release that we are we are not constrained you know a very interesting situation happened to me last week very interesting uh, the elevator of my building the the regular elevator was not working and in the building the law is that only people from the same household can get into the elevator so we had to use the service elevator and we were bringing very heavy packages, my daughter and I. And the service elevator, I live in a sixth floor, the service elevator would go up to the penthouse and come down. And for two, three, four times, it was always with people. So there was no way to go down and I couldn't carry the packages down the stairs. It was too heavy. So like the fourth time the elevator stops and there's an, an, an elderly lady in the elevator with the ballet parking guy and I look at her and I say I'm so sorry but I really need to get down I've been waiting for the elevator for I don't know 15 minutes and I don't see it's gonna happen and I got into the elevator and she had the face of terror obviously the coronavirus is crazy right now it's rampant and she says no I better get off the elevator and I wasn't able to move fast enough and I was very bothered by it it really bothered me to my core because you know, nowadays there's a, this new etiquette that we have to learn. Something new of respect, of, 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 of caring for other people, of showing dead of civility, uh, being kind to others. And I was very bothered and I was like, I cannot take it. I didn't act in the right way. I didn't do the right thing. I should have. I don't know, maybe put the packages on top of the valet parking cart and go down the stairs, but I wasn't fast enough and it bothered me terribly. Okay, whatever I did, I did. I cannot take it back, but one thing I can do. So I asked the valet, what's the name of the lady? What's her apartment? I wrote her an, a, a, a note asking her to, to, to please, uh, that I felt very bad, that I put her through such an uncomfortable situation that it was not right of me to do that, that I didn't act in the proper manner and that I was very sorry to have inconvenienced her. And like an hour later, I see her. It happened to be that we re met again and she was so grateful and so happy that I had reached out to her. You know, it's a little thing, but if not, I'm, I'm carrying this thing in my throat the next time I see her, I'm not gonna be able to see her again with my eyes. I'm gonna feel ashamed. And you know what? Life is not about being right. Life is about doing what is right. Do the right thing. If you're right, you're not right. I could have justified the whole thing. It's heavy. The elevator's always with people. I need to go down. I could have justified everything. And it's not like I did something that bad. But in reality, the lady was uncomfortable and it was not the right thing to do. It was not there. I could have found another way. And so I acted 
impulsively and what this the, 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 the month of the bed is teaching us is don't be impulsive wait think before you act and this is humility this takes humility You're, you don't have to be right all the time but you do have to do what is right so narcissism really is the poison of our time this is the poison of our age when people don't care about other people they have no no um, regard for someone else they're only thinking about themselves and this month comes to tell us no this is not what this month means this is not what you're supposed to be you're supposed to be the opposite of this so the energy of Tibet tells us that we don't need to be right we know what we need to do is to do what is right so so we see that in this month we have this capacity we have this strength uh, the month helps us to, to do the right thing the energy is there we just need to tap into our humble place into that essence that we have within ourselves which is our neshama elokit our godly neshama our source our soul, our soul which is a an, an emanation of Hashem and when we connect to that part of ourselves we'll be able to find that humility within us and just like Joseph he never got angry he never got angry he understood that he was where he had to be this is the place that Hashem needs me this is where I need to be doing what I need to do he never got angry he did what was right he, he, he corrected his misdeeds and he he went the right way so may we have the strength in our life now that we're coming out of Hanukkah to get that light to have it within our eyes to be able to rectify this uh, haughtiness this arrogance this judgmental nature that we have we all carry it and work on being better people better human beings more connected to Hashem more kind more loving and less judgmental and I want to wish you a blessed month Rosh Chodesh Tov and live a little higher. Thank you.